Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Peckle Park, a new beginning. Let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says she want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, And good everybody welcome to the june 14th padres versus cubs pregame show i am ben farron your host we just got news that fernando tatis jr the padres shortstop is not going to be swinging a bat today uh they're going to be week to week uh judging when he can start swinging a bat again don't know when his next scan is going to be so let's overreact go ahead in the comments overreact because i'm not going to uh, Kevin AC reported today, Tatis' scan did not reveal the level of healing the Padres had hoped. The timeline moved back. It's week to week. I'm not going to be overreacting to Fernando not being able to swing a bat. I don't think it's that big of a deal right now. I personally would be fine if he didn't swing a bat until, oh, well, swing a bat. He should do that before the All-Star game, but after the All-Star game, if he doesn't come back and play in Major League games until after the All-Star game, I'm not going to say I'm going to be that upset. I'm just not. This team is 38-24 and 24 without him. I'd rather have him healthy for the rest of the year when he does come back than for him to come back early and he swings the bat on a pitch on a Walker Buehler breaking ball or something and hurts his wrist again. I'd rather just be play safe play conservative with it, just like the Padres are. A.J. Preller addressed the media today and said that Tatis had that scan in Arizona, that three-checkup, Dr. Sheridan. I don't know who Dr. Sheridan is, but that's what it, That's what happened. That's who the doctor is. And he had full range of motion during that follow-up. They saw healing. Everything, everything is progressing. There's no bad news here. Unless you're someone that thinks, or unless you're someone that panics and says he should be swinging a bat right now. If you think he should be swinging a bat right now, okay, then I can understand why you would be mad. But if you're someone that is looking at it and saying, this is our best player, I want him healthy for the rest of the year when he comes back, I don't know how you'd be mad about this news that it's going to be pushed back probably for another week. I'd rather see him healthy. And it's not like he had a setback and that the scans showed that there was a setback. It just didn't progress to the point where, as A.J. Preller put it, that Dr. Sheridan is going to give Tatis the full green light. That's the only thing. So I'm encouraged by this. I know that Tatis not swinging, that doesn't seem like encouraging news, but I'm encouraged because everything is going well. Everything is progressing. There's no step backs in it yet right now. And I say yet, maybe that's just the pessimistic Ben in me. I, I don't think there's going to be setbacks. And Tatis, 
Of course he wants to be out there. He wants to be helping the team. He wants to be playing. He wants to be swinging a bat. But he, I think he understands that this is what's best for his future this season and probably for his future long term as well. Uh, everyone in the chat, hope everyone's doing well. Hello, Michael, Anthony, Tupac13. Anthony says, good day, everyone. Once again, Ben Wright with the correct pick with Manny last night. Got a hit. Uh, he's going with Manny tonight for a hit. All right. I'm going to go with Crony. I'll get to that. But I wanted to just start off this uh, pregame show with that Tatis news. Uh, Michael says, hello. Does that mean that they will go for another bat via trip? That's a good question. AJ Preller told the media today that this news about Tatis and the scan not going as well as they would have hoped, that is not going to change their plans on how they want to construct the roster. So that's not surprising to me either. Delaying someone's return to swinging a bat by a week should not change their roster construction. He's going to come back at some point this season. It's just probably going to be later than the original timeline or maybe not the timeline that the Padres thought it was going to be, but maybe just the original timeline that us thought it was going to be late June, right? It's probably going to be July, right? That, that seems like what it's going to be is definitely July. That's what I would think. Um, so, no, they're not going to change their, their roster construction plan or go out and get another bat in a trade. In terms of like an infielder, maybe it's an outfielder, uh, but no, Preller said that it's not going to change the way that he approaches the roster construction, and it shouldn't. They're thirty-eight and twenty-four without him, and he's going to come back at some point this year. It's not like he's out for the season. Everything again, for people that want to overreact, things are progressing. They are progressing. All right, let's get to today's game. Cubs are 23 and 37. Padres are 38 and 24. Again, this is the pregame show for June 14,022. For anyone watching, anyone listening, I hope you subscribe to the Talking Friars YouTube channel. It's daily Padres content. Just put out an interview, which is available on YouTube and on podcast platforms right now, about Andy Ashby. Well, not about Andy Ashby, interviewing Andy Ashby. I talked to Andy Ashby. The uh, former pitcher for the Padres, uh, he was on the 1998 team. He was a two-time All-Star with the Padres, I believe, in 1999. Talked about this current Padres team, um, and then a lot about Andy Ashby's career and stuff like that. So hopefully you guys will check that out. Today's first pitch is a little bit after 5 o'clock. Yesterday there was the tornado delay. Today it's to be at 5.05. We'll see if that happens. Padres are in first place in the National League West. The Cubs are in fourth place in the National League Central, 11 games back. Again, the Tatis scan results, they showed progress, which I think is what we should be emphasizing here. The results showed progress. Yes, he can't swing a bat yet, but they showed progress. There were no setbacks, according to A.J. Preller. And... The next scan, they don't know when that next scan will be, and they're taking it week to week with him. That's the update. The pitching matchup tonight, Shamanaya against Kyle Hendricks. Um, Shamanaya right now has a 3-5-2 ERA. Kyle Hendricks has a 5-2-2 ERA. 
As for Manaya, his last start was against the Mets. Seven innings, gave up one earned run. He was tremendous, 91 pitches. 58 of those were strikes. He walked three, struck out three, didn't give up any home runs, lowered his ERA from 3.77 to 3.52. His last two starts, he's allowed one run each start. And since April 24th, when he gave up six runs against the Dodgers, Manaya has gone five, uh, 45 and two thirds. And the opponent batting average is 2.12. His ERA is 3-5, so pretty dang good. That is a pretty, pretty, what's pretty? pretty a pretty solid, what, four-starter behind Musgrove, Darvish, and Gore right now? Pretty good. And then as for Kyle Hendricks, his last start out, five innings, three earned runs. He's had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five starts this season. He's allowed three or more runs. Definitely gettable, but the Padres sucked against him last time out that he faced the Padres. That was May 9th at Petco Park. Kyle Hendricks won eight and two-thirds innings. David Ross took him out. Remember, uh, before that last out, didn't make a whole lot of sense. The game was over, and he took him out. Uh, the Cubs won that one 6 nothing. He won eight and two-thirds innings, allowed just three hits, shut out the Padres, walked one guy, struck out seven and he lowered his ERA at that point from 5.64 to 4.38. So a huge jump, 116 pitches against the Padres that last time out. So that's one of my big what to watch for us today for the Padres. Will Kyle Hendricks dominate them again, or will they adjust to the slower pitching, the velocity, the pinpoint control that Hendricks usually has and that he had in that May start? We'll see. That's, that's something to watch for. As for the Padres' uh, bullpen situation, Ryan Flaherty, by the way, he is managing still. I don't really understand why he's managing and Mike Schilt and Matt Williams are not when they're former managers, but that's just me. For the bullpen situation for the Padres today, here's the end chart. So Taylor Rogers was the only guy that pitched yesterday for the San Diego Padres. You Darvish, what a freaking night from him. He saved the bullpen. He gave them a night off, essentially. And Andy Ashby, when I was talking to him earlier today for episode 182 of the podcast and YouTube show, um, he was just talking about how back in his day when he was pitching, all of the starters hoped that they could go like eight innings and hand it right off to Hoffy, Trevor Hoffman. And that's exactly what happened with the Padres last night, uh, with Darvish going eight and handing it off to the closer, Taylor Rogers, and they ended up getting that win. Uh, so Garcia... Hill, Chris Matt, Stammen, Wilson, Kerr, Kyle Tyler. I think Kyle Tyler's still on the roster. They should all be available today. Uh, and I think Taylor Rogers would be available today to go back-to-back -to -back days after having a day off on uh, Sunday. So not a whole lot to talk about with the bullpen situation, and that's a good thing because that means that they're all essentially available. As for both teams' lineups, Uh, the Padres lineup is out. Don't know why it's not showing up. Here it is. So, oh, okay, that's a change immediately right off the bat. Trent Grisham is leading off. All right, no Profar in the lineup. That's why Grish is leading off. Crony hitting second, Manny hitting third, Voight hitting fourth, Haas hitting fifth, Alfaro catching Manaya hitting sixth, Mazzara is in right, left versus right matchup there. 
Kim at short, and then Jose Sugar Azokar is in left field batting ninth. So no Profar. When's the last time he had an off day? That looked really weird looking at that and being like, oh, okay, we got a uh, new leadoff guy tonight. So that's obviously the big thing to look for today with the lineup uh, and how guys do is Grisham back in that leadoff spot. Obviously, he had a bunch of success in 2020 and probably, what, the, the beginning of 2021 out of that leadoff spot. So see how he does tonight back in there after hitting like eighth and ninth the majority of the time it feels like this season. For the Cubs, Morrell, Contreras, Patrick Wisdom seems to kill the Padres all the time. Schwindel, Jan Gomes is DHing, hitting fifth. He homered off Darvish last night. Happ hitting sixth. He's in left. Nico Horner, Jonathan VR, and then Jason Hayward. Man, is he past his prime. He is hitting ninth, and he is in right field. As for the matchups, uh, Zokar is hitting 333 off Hendricks and three at bats. Hosmer has 19 at bats off of Hendricks, hitting 211. Manny's hitting 417. Mazaras had not much success off of him. Uh, Cronenworth's had four at-bats, has not gotten a hit of him. But that doesn't uh, make me scared. I'm going to pick Crony still for my Padre pick today. Yesterday, I picked Manny. He went one for four, so I got that correct. And I am 37-20 and 20 now so far this season in my pregame show Padre pick. Um, the Padres have one more win than I do. Crony. I'm going to go with him today. Left versus right matchup. Top of the order. He's hitting well. Seems like the Cronenworth of old, which is good. Uh, the Cronenworth, like how he was hitting last year and in 2020 when he got that chance during Hosmer's injury or whatever it was in 2020. So I'm going to go with Crony. I'm pretty confident in that pick. Um, let me know in the comments here, any, for anyone that's just tuning in, your reaction to Fernando Tatis Jr., being out in terms of not being able to swing a bat for probably another week, at least another week. They're week to week with him for anyone just tuning in. Um, the scan, it showed progress, which is what I take from this. The glass has half full. Um, no panic reaction is there's progress. There hasn't been any setbacks, and the doctor just doesn't want to give the full green light yet. You just got to listen to the doctor, and I'm totally fine with that. There's no reason to overreact. The team's 14 games over 500 without Fernando in the lineup. Cronenworth's playing better, and that should help the offense. Profar's hitting well. Um, the starting pitching is still amazing. I, I just don't think that there's a need to panic right now. Because it's not like Tati should have been back today. It was just swinging a bat. And if it's, if it's another week, that's fine. If it's another week and that means that he's healthy the rest of the year in terms of that wrist, so be it then. I'm totally fine with that. Hassan Kim's great defensively. I, I know he's not bringing a whole lot with the bat, even though he has been unlucky a little bit. Look, I'm going to be fine with Kim being the shortstop if that means Tatis will get back to being fully healthy. And the doctor has, it's not like the doctor's a Dodger fan or anything. The doctor has Tatis's future best in mind. And so can't get mad at that. Can't over there's there's no reason to overreact to the news at all. Yeah, Saul says we don't really need Tatis right now. I agree. Um, let's see. Christopher says pretty disappointed, but hoping the team continues to get better. Disappointed in the 
Tatis news or the team overall? The team overall, I don't think you can really be disappointed. I mean, the offense maybe, like the back half lineup, but they're 14 games over 500 with, without arguably the best position player in baseball. So, okay, so you're talking about Tatis. I, I can see why I can see why you're disappointed, but I'm not like frustrated in the news if that makes sense. You know, I, I'm disappointed that obviously we'd like to see Fernando swing a bat, but I'm encouraged by the news. Like this is the best news that they could have gotten with a scan that's not allowing him to swing a bat yet, if that makes sense. Blackwell Ash, what should they do with Kim? They should continue starting him at shortstop. They really have an option. John says he's grateful for the win-loss record so far. Totally agree. BL says post-All-Star game is better than end of June previous timeline. 100% coming back over 90%. Totally agree. I'd rather have Tatis at 100 than 90. And it's not like the team's 20 and 30 right now. I know they played 62, so the math doesn't add up. But they have a winning record. They're tied for first place in the National League West without their best player. I'm fine with it. And Blackwell, when does Tatis come back? You must be just tuning in. Don't know. We don't know when the timeline is. We don't know uh, when the next scan's going to be. But we do know is that progress was made and that Dr. Sheridan, who was doing the scan and stuff, doing the three-month follow-up with him uh, in Arizona, he's flying back to Chicago, I think, today. What we do know is that there was progress there and there was a full range of motion and all that so, sort of stuff. They, she just didn't, I think it's a she, she just didn't give the green light, full green light for him to swing and do all the baseball activities. But he's still doing defense, still running, all that good stuff. All right. I won't go over MLB news today because obviously the big news was Tatis. We went over the what to watch for. Flaherty is still the manager, by the way. Uh, Padre pick is crony tonight. Manaya against Kyle Hendricks. Hopefully the Padres offense won't get shot out like they did last time they faced Hendricks. Uh, 505 first pitch. Valley Sports San Diego, 97.3 the fan. I believe it's free for all the out-of-market people on MLB TV today. Uh, so you can tune in there. And quick plug here to end this pregame show and this Tati reaction. Uh, episode 182 is out now. An interview with Andy Ashby, the former Padre, talking about a possible Joe Musgrove extension, talking about his career, his favorite teammates, uh, the Padres' chances to win a World Series this year, his nephew Aaron pitching against the Padres. A lot of fun stuff in that episode. So take care, everyone. Enjoy your Tuesday night Padres baseball. Uh, and I'll talk to you later. See ya.